Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. The FT. At the beginning of every year, I hand out prizes to companies and individuals who have shown the greatest flair in butchering the English language or in talking through their hats during the previous 12 months. Every year, I observe that the quality of the jargon has been the best yet. But in 2010, it was so outstandingly good, it has shifted every paradigm in the book. Indeed, it has even shifted the book itself. Thus, my first award in the 2010 Management Guff Awards is a brand new category for daft new names for common nouns. Ian Freed, Vice President of Amazon Kindle, gets a silver medal for renaming books Reading Containers. But Toyota, which has rebranded the car as a sustainable mobility solution, scoops the gold. Another new award is for the best combination of weasel words. The overused deliver and window, which are only acceptable when referring to something that can be transported in a van or to something you can see through, are combined by Royal Dutch Shell to create something entirely opaque. The company recently declared that it was in a delivery window for new growth, a statement that was surely gagging for a gong. In previous years, I have handed out numerous awards for euphemisms, but the winner of this year's Golden Fig Leaf is rather special. Stockbroker J.M. Finn explained to customers that it was charging more. We have decided to further progress a fee element. Not only was a negative masquerading as a positive, but a split infinitive was thrown in for nothing. In 2010, there was a stack of new euphemisms for firing people, the best of which came from a US bank that spoke airily of bank-initiated departures. But I have decided to subvert the award and give it to HB Fuller, the UK coatings company, for the announcement, we invested in several key talent additions. To use jargon for firings is wrong but understandable. To use it for hirings makes no sense at all. One of the main pillars of jargon has always been metaphor, both sporting and mixed. Last month, a young man with an MBA said to me, we should just hang round the hoop. I wasn't sure what he meant. I was sure he deserved the prize. The Mixed Metaphor Award, meanwhile, goes to an equally outstanding entry. The UK Corporate Governance Code contains a heroic quadruple mixed metaphor, a turning point in attacking the fungus of boilerplate, which is perhaps the most arresting thing in the whole document. The fungus of jargon, meanwhile, starts with the little things, such as the preposition up. When I read in a recent report from Ernst & Young the phrase the upskilling of the workforce, I considered up-chucking my lunch, but decided instead to give the entry two awards, 
Not only does it win the prize for most annoying use of up, it also wins the NURB award, handed out for nouns pretending to be verbs. The gerund skilling introduces us to the new and unneeded verb to skill. The most hotly contested award is always for the silliest job title. I would like to commend consultants Frost and Sullivan for its Client Value Enhancement Executive and the major international bank that advertised for a Customer Journey Reengineering Manager. But the prize goes to Andy Roach of FBM Consulting, who calls himself a prosultant. This is as simple as it is gruesome, and I have a nasty feeling it might catch on. In spite of the outstanding quality of the entries for the last year, I had no difficulty in deciding who should win the much-coveted Golden Flannel Award for talking utter gibberish. The 210 winner is the investor Chuck Davis, who was quoted in the FT as saying, He is a deep-dive, granular, research-oriented person who really understands the inner workings of companies and is just a very free-cash-flow, hard-asset-based investor. He was speaking of one of the men who may take over from Warren Buffett. On the basis of this testimony, one rather hopes someone else can be found instead. Finally, the Global Guff Award, given to purveyors of nonsense struggling in a tongue that is not their mother's. The prize goes to the People's Republic of China, which has taken a great leap forward in guff. In a yellow box at the bottom of its new five-year plan, it declares, Facing the future, we are standing at a new historic starting point. Which is just the sort of meaningless drivel that will make this new economic power fit right in with the business supremos of the Anglo-Saxon world. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor. What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.